From the Maximum Fun Network, this is the Memory Palace. I'm Nate DeMeo. You could go to Dreamland. You just caught the ferry at 23rd Street or the Battery, or slogged your way through the slow crawl of horse carts and motor cars, heading south on Shell Road in the golden light of a late June afternoon, down to the edge of the Atlantic, where a white city rose up above the brick and ash of Brooklyn. And you could walk through the fake marble gates as the sun went down, and the sea flashed amber and then gray, and Staten Island disappeared into the shadows, and the light grew dim enough for you to fool yourself that the marble wasn't fake at all. And then the bulbs blinked on, a million of them, lighting up the night in the largest amusement park in the world, which was a hell of a thing to see, just a few years after you'd seen your first electric light at all. And after you'd spent a 12-hour day in some basement room or some windowless factory floor, stitching sleeves or packing boxes, fitting fingers to gloves by gaslight, it'd be a hell of a thing even now to see dozens of white buildings made to look like French pavilions, Roman fora, Florentine towers, a glow at the edge of the ocean, where you could dance in history's largest ballroom, where you could drink tea in a Japanese garden, where you could sit in an auditorium in bleachers surrounding a vast pool of salt water and watch submarines conduct a fake battle beneath a scale model of the Golden Gate Bridge. You could buy your ticket to Dreamland and take a gondola ride through the canals of Venice, past St. Mark's Square and the Doge's Palace, steal a kiss beneath the bridge's size. You could ride your first escalator, this one to the top of a giant slide, which would send you down, caroming off obstacles like the Plinko board on The Price is Right. If you landed on the right spot, you won a prize. You could take a miniature train ride through a fake Switzerland, or another from New York to California, or walk the streets of Cairo, or Paris, and other places you were never, ever going to go otherwise. Or you could sit on a swing with your friends inside a tiny house, and then feel the swing move and feel yourself flip end over end and only figure out later on when you're all laughing over beers sitting out under the string lights and salt air that you hadn't moved at all that it was the tiny house that had flipped end over end around you you could gawk at a freak show and at premature babies in a hospital ward which was a freak show too but one that happened to be the only place in the world equipped to keep premature babies alive you could sit and watch them through the glass, alongside their anxious parents. You could see a cast of 2,000 people set fire to a six-story hotel and watch firefighters put it out, scaling ladders to rescue actors from real danger and catch them in nets as they made panic leaps from fourth-story windows so they could make panic leaps tomorrow night and the next night and the next. You could tour the Lilliputian town where dozens of little people live full-time in a half-sized village, a 15th-century French village, because the indignity of living in a human zoo with modern amenities wasn't enough. You could fly over all of it in a hot air balloon. You could sink below it in a diving bell. You could watch a magician make a woman float right over your head. You could eat a hot dog. They just invented hot dogs. You could see a one-handed lion tamer and chariot races, and whirling dervishes, and snake dancers. And you could climb into a boat ride called the Gates of Hell, 
until one night, one of those million light bulbs blew and sent a spark that flitted onto paper mache and sent all of Dreamland up in flames. And 2,000 firefighters, all of them pretend, couldn't put Dreamland back together again.